On today's episode of the Heartland Pod, I'm going to be talking with Brett Koenig from Let Mo Play. We're talking about sports gambling, the lack of sports gambling legislation being passed in Missouri, and why that might be happening. Let's go. All right, we're here for a chat, and I've got with me Brett Koenig. He is with Let Mo Play. Uh, we're going to talk about sports gambling and uh, the unbelievable uh, uh, cluster <laughs> that happens in the Missouri <laughs> legislature when this gets brought up. And uh, so, Brett, man, thanks for joining me. And uh, yeah. yeah, tell us about, you know, who are you and, and tell us about the Let Mo Play group. Yeah, so I'm Brett Koenig. I'm co-founder of Let Mo Play. Me and a buddy of mine, his name is Dale Ludwinski, kind of put this together earlier this year. Um, really just kind of started as just sort of a passion project. I'm a gambler, big sports fan. Uh, a couple of years ago, I'd kind of thought to myself, like, you know, how on earth is this not not passed yet? Right. Uh, you reached out to a, a few uh, senators, not, not a whole bunch, admittedly, but a few of them just kind of feeling it out, seeing if there was anything that I could do to help, and basically just did not get any responses. Uh, yeah. and as you kind of pointed out, as you start to pay attention more and more, it becomes you know, crazier and crazier, and it just felt like you know, people didn't really know about it, and we wanted to, to bring some awareness to the issue. It's interesting to me because <clears throat> for folks who pay attention a lot to the Missouri legislature, and folks who listen to these shows typically are doing so, and we talk about it sure. a lot. Um, there are so many things that uh, the supermajority of Republicans in the legislature have seemed to have no problem with just, you know, uh, being in lockstep about. And yet when it comes to something like gambling, suddenly we've got this like nail biting consternation where we really need to dig into this issue more and really understand it before we just, you know, go willy nilly legislating stuff here. I just don't understand where that's coming from. You know, and uh... As you well know, I mean, Missouri politics is unpredictable at best. Um, but I was thinking about it earlier. You know, if you went back 10 years, 15 years and told me that Missouri legalized recreational marijuana before uh, they legalized <laughs> right. sports betting, I would have called you crazy. Um, but and I think that's what is really perplexing about the issue. A lot of people is that it doesn't really appear to be a, a party line issue. Right, um, right. You know, Republicans support it, Democrats support it pretty much across the board. Uh, and yet we have a few bad apples that, for whatever reason, you know, people have you know, guessed at it and looked at the numbers and tried to figure out what exactly is, is causing it. And I think pretty much everybody kind of has their shoulders and hands up. It's bewildering, really. Why is it something that's worth even talking about? Because, you know, outside, I, I like to gamble as well. I like sports gambling. Um, uh, it's absolutely one of my favorite things to do. You know, I, I had a future uh, last year on the Eagles and the Chiefs to both win the Super Bowl that I placed in. Oh, wow. Yeah, I placed it in early September. I went over to Kansas. My wife and I had a great night. We went to dinner. We went to Top Golf. We spent money in Kansas, lots of tax dollars. I placed two, not not large, you know, $20 bets, sure. future bets. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was, you know, just one of those things and, and made a point, you know, tweeted at Denny Hoskins, then Senator, now running for a Secretary of State Hoskins, uh, you know, had a great night in Kansas spending my tax dollars, you know, so I could go over right. there and, uh, and gamble. So I just don't, I don't, I, you know, outside of the fun of sports gambling, and let me tell you folks, 
if you've never watched a Super Bowl where it doesn't matter who wins the game and you're going to make money, uh, that's about as good as the Super Bowl gets, except I'm also a Chiefs fan. So it was literally like the best possible Super Bowl scenario for me. But anyway, what is it about sports gambling outside of the just the, you know, the fun side of it that's worth talking about? Well, and I think there's kind of twofold there and you kind of hit on on both of those points is, first of all, I think for me personally and for a lot of, of people that support legalizing sports betting, it's just one of those things that we feel we should have the ability to do, um, right. you know, not to kind of stand there and say, eh, it's a free country kind of thing, but no, in I mean, a way, that's sense. almost what it feels like, right? Um, especially, you know, going back to the, you know, Missouri legalized recreational marijuana first is, is surprising to a lot of people. Uh, and secondary to that, the, the consequence, uh, I like to say, of it not being legal is those tax dollars, right? Right. Uh, which for Missouri, it's required that they go to public education. Um, there have been some very weak attempts in these debates to change some of that. But, you know, that doesn't appear that it's going to happen. So, you know, those funds do have to go to the education system, which, you know, kind of hard to argue that's a, a positive thing, right? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. More money for education is good. I mean, you'd think the, the same folks who are pushing, you know, voucher legislation to give public school money to private schools, why wouldn't they want more money in that system as well? I mean, sure. You're already shifting money from one hand to the other. Why not make it a bigger, uh, bigger pocket, so to speak? Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to what we were kind of saying, you know, why on earth hasn't this happened yet? It doesn't appear that anybody's really concerned about the funding or where it goes. It seems at this point, almost people are just trying to, to prove a point, uh, a yeah. bit, which is frustrating, I think, for everybody. Especially when you consider, it, you know, it's a state that's run by one party in a way that they could literally do whatever they want. And they spend a lot of time, it feels like, talking about freedom. And, you know, to your point of, like, it's a free country. And it's like they, they make these grandiose points about freedom. And then it's like, well, I'd like the freedom to put $5 on whether or not the Cardinals are going to win their next game or not. Right. And, you know, especially coming from the, the few, the Hoskins in particular, that likes to, to hold up the show. He's uh, yeah loves to grandstand about the uh, traditions of the, the Missouri Senate and how there used to be respect in the Missouri Senate, and then he uh, stands in the way of, of progress for days on end, effectively. It's, it's frustrating. So what, wouldn't, you know, I'm a, I would like to consider myself a responsible gambler. Uh, I put $100 in my NFL gambling account to start the year, and if I ran it out, I'd run it out right now. I wound up turning that 100 into like 500 or something like that. Nothing sure. crazy. Um, but even then, that's that's the money I have to gamble with. I'm not dipping in. I'm not spending the mortgage, you know, nothing like right. that. But, I mean, doesn't it stand a reason, though, if we do legalize gambling, we've got just more gambling problems? It's certainly possible, right? Um, you know, I, I won't sit here and act like I am any sort of expert on addiction or, right. or gambling problems, problem gambling. Um, but sure, you, you know, that's certainly a, a possibility, right? As with any sort of... Uh, what do you say a sort of negative thing that we legalize whether it be alcohol or yeah, a vice or marijuana. Yeah. yeah vice sure um so yeah I, I suppose that is possible but the counter argument to that would be that you know those folks are already doing that and that oftentimes what we've seen and other addictions other vices is that legalizing that 
particular thing could theoretically open up better treatments, uh, more ability to treatments, less stigma, those sorts of things. So I think it's really difficult to say absolutely one way or the other. Um, but at least personally, I have a hard time believing that it would, you know, increase an issue that doesn't already exist. It just right, isn't right. as public. Yeah, I mean, like any good sports gambler, I like to listen to Bill Simmons. And, you know, anytime they have an ad for, <laughs> yeah, I think it's FanDuel is their, their yeah. app that they're on. You know, there's a there's a litany of here's how to get help stuff that it's usually longer than the ad. Sure. <laughs> like yeah. how to get help and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, you don't hear it if it doesn't say like if you're in Missouri because it's not legalized in Missouri. But, you know, if you live in the St. Louis or Kansas City area, you're a stone's throw from placing a legal bet. Or if you live in, you know, northern Missouri, you can get to Iowa pretty easily. You can place a bet up there. Um, You know, so, yeah, you've got that part of it where if there is some something that could help me and I'm in this state, does that mean I I can't get the help? I don't have access to the help. It's not, you know, it's not there for me. For me personally, I'm a, I'm like you, I like to gamble. I'm responsible about it. But if I had, you know, to go get help in Missouri, I don't know where I would do that. I right. suppose you would call the same gambling hotline, but I don't know for sure. And those are the types of things that ideally would improve, you know, if we were to legalize sports betting, that availability, that um, reduce stigma and that sort of thing as well. Do you have any insight about the VLT stuff, the video lottery terminals? Cause that seems to be connected to, you know, we've, we've mentioned Hoskins twice now. Uh, sure. he, that seems to be connected directly to him. Um, and it's, it's very interesting to me for folks who aren't aware of the, these video lottery terminals that are across the state. I mean, if you go to most major rest stop or not rest stop, but like truck stop areas, uh, you'll find them. Um, I know uh, I'm a big fan of Midway USA. That's one of my favorite stops on 70. And they, they've got a couple right there uh, inside the door by the gas pumps. Uh, and they're, they seem to be popping up more and more. Um, and like if you've ever driven through Illinois, like they kind of have those little rooms, yeah. the little gambling machine rooms. Uh, but in Missouri, we don't have it like that because they're just out. They're just there. Right. Uh, in fact, I gas station right down the street from my house has uh, four of them. Uh, front and center in there yeah um so again it's one of those things that if you look at it on paper there are a number of lawmakers across the board that have taken donations from companies that are related to in some way the vlt industry or the gas station slot machines you often hear them referred to as right um, right you know, there's some discrepancy. Are they illegal? Are they unregulated? You know, Denny Hoskins will tell you that they're simply unregulated and they're not illegal at all. Um, he does, at least from what I've looked at, appear to be the one who has received the most benefit um, mm. in terms of our Missouri senators from those companies. Um, but without, you know, any sort of, of hard evidence, you know, who knows exactly what the reason is, but it certainly seems like there's some personal motivation there at least in my opinion it's pretty hard to ignore the correlation of somebody's vote to the money that's coming in sure. to their to their pocket i mean that just seems hard to ignore uh, and we saw that with some education posts this past uh session the the is there any one particular overarching factor um that you guys have picked up on that you know you think could unlock this or is it is there, is there more to it than that? Is it more complicated than just like one particular thing? Yeah. I, I wish it was. I, I can't say for sure. I really yeah. don't think that it is. And, and I suspect this 
coming year, this coming spring, I guess, um, could be really, really interesting because you're going to kind of have the intersection of some important senators that are terming out. You know, like you said, Hoskins is running for secretary. Uh, like of State. all of whom are running for office. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I go running for governor. Um, and I think that interestingly, Eigel could be kind of the key to it because I'm assuming he, in his mind, has to get property tax reform done. And if Hoskins goes up there with nobody else, if Eigel's willing to kind of deal on some property tax stuff, maybe he steps down. I don't see Carla May getting up there while she's running for senator. Right. Um, but, you know, it's the Missouri Senate, so who knows? I suspect they're going to have to make a deal with Eigel somehow to get him to, to stand down on it. Yeah, which is so interesting to me because yet again we have somebody who, like his whole thing, right? His whole his whole vibe is Mister Freedom, yeah. um, and yet <laughs> there, there he stands. Yeah, uh, and it's you know interesting. We were talking about the money coming in. At, you know, Hoskins his most recent thing has been there's not enough money in the problem gambling fund, um, kind of like we had talked about. But right. he's taken you know donations from Cheyenne International, who's a cigarette company. Uh, and is tied into the Missouri Petroleum Exporters uh, and Marketers. So the same right. company. All, all of whom part. are more than more than happy to have those DLT machines in their gas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's that's maybe part of what people don't understand is that these VLTs, it's not just that I can go in and gamble on them. Um, it's that they are uh, the people who have them in their establishments. There's a financial benefit to it as well. Absolutely. Uh, and a, a big one. Um, I don't know exactly how much they're making, but when you're slapping four of them up right in the front of your, uh, your gas station, you have to imagine that's a, a big money maker for you. Yeah. I mean, why else would you, you know, it, it's like the, they, they've sort of replaced the old quarter machines, right? Yeah. <laughs> no more mini football helmets. Now you can spin, <laughs> spin the wheel instead. <laughs> and and the, the crazy part too, is that, uh, the, you know, these, these VLTs, I, th you know, I think Hoskins has talked about it, but, you know, when he talks about they're not, it's not illegal. It's because they're, they have a set rate of return, right? right. They're, they're designed. I think it's like 25% or something like that, that, that are winning automatically. And, and so people know that going in, like they, there's, it's part of the information you get when you play the machine, I guess. So, and there's different manufacturers, which makes it even more confusing. Um, but yeah, I've heard them referred to as no win machines because mm -hmm. you can actually see the outcome of the next spin, I guess, before right. you spin it. I, I haven't played them, but that's the way it was explained to me. Um, but either way, I mean, you'd, you'd really have to tie yourself in knots to describe that as not gambling. Um, <laughs> but that's certainly the, uh, the approach that they seem to take. Well, especially if you think about like in terms of fantasy sports, uh, Leon, I've been played fantasy football for shit i don't know forever <laughs> 18 years now 15 18 years yeah like a long time um and yeah there's there's plenty of fantasy football that is has nothing to do with how much you know or how smart you can be about stuff but there's quite a bit of it that is you know if you are kind of into statistics and into trends and things like that and you you know pay enough attention you can make some decisions that you know severely increase or even decrease your chances of winning a matchup and thereby potentially winning a bet 
And yet that's considered flat out gambling, even though there's absolutely some level of skill involved in it, you know, just like poker has some level of skill involved in it, but they're treated exactly the same as if I were to, uh, you know, drop a a quarter into a a, a random slot machine. Sure. And, and, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because it's something that I think about all the time, especially I, my gambling background is in horse racing. So I, I'm a true believer that that's a skill game. A heavy um, research game, yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's really difficult to explain to somebody who, you know, maybe they know a little bit about sports or, or maybe they don't, um, that, you know, when it comes to gambling, playing the horses, sports betting, you don't have to be right more than you're wrong to make money. Right. You just have to be right on the bets that pay better, right? Right, right, um, right. So it, it's difficult to explain to someone that's kind of debating on the Senate floor how, you know, you're never going to win. It's stacked against you kind of thing. And sure, that, that may well be true, but you know, there's a lot more to it than that. Right. Yeah, it is true. Um, you know, if I if I do a, a three-leg parlay, right, for folks who don't speak gambling, if I pick three things that I think are all going to happen or not happen, and I say that they all of those things have to happen in order for me to win, I could place a $5 bet and my odds are probably going to be such that that's going to pay me like 250 bucks if it, if it hits. Um, And yeah, I'm probably going to lose that bet, but I also know that going in because it shows me my odds of winning. And that's why I'm placing that bet is because I know that I can try to turn $5 into $250. And I don't know how that's any different than walking in, uh, you know, on a Wednesday or a Saturday to your gas station and saying, I'd like a Powerball and a Mega Millions, please. Sure. I mean, uh, I, I, I fail to see the distinction. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt about it. And I, I for me, and, and I'm sure a lot of the people that you've spoken with, that's where really the frustration lies. It just feels so bizarre that it's illegal, frustrating that we have to drive so far, gas is expensive, et cetera. Um, you know, people just want to, they want to put five bucks on the Cardinals. Have you talked with anybody who's intentionally not only, you know, going across the state to do it, but will buy their gas in the other state, like make a point like to, to be over there and, you know, spend their, their money over there as part of it as well. Absolutely. I, admittedly, we've heard that a bit more about the Kansas side. There's a little bit less to a little do. bit cheaper uh, to do that on the Kansas <laughs> side. Yeah. yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, I, I think that, People want to, people are frustrated at this point that they want to kind of throw it in people's faces just like you did with, you know, you, you tweeting it at Senator Hoskins. Um, it just feels so silly that, that I think that's how everyone feels at this point. They just kind of want to rub it in a little bit. So how do folks uh, help out here? You've got letmoplay.com. There'll be a link in the show yeah. notes. Uh, you guys have blogs. You've got Twitter and stuff. But how do, how do folks get in touch with you and what, what can people do basically to help get this across the finish line? Yeah. So uh, like you said, uh, check out the website, subscribe, follow us on socials. Our following is significantly larger on Twitter than anywhere else, but we're on all the major socials. If you check us out. Um, and really our goal at this point is to drive as much awareness as we possibly can. Um, because whether those are voters or not voters, when, you know, Danny Hoskins or Bill Igle log into Twitter and they're seeing all of these things, they recognize that could impact their campaign. And I believe that's our only real chance of getting this done next spring is them backing off a little bit. So tweet at them. You know, if you go to Illinois or Kansas to place a bet, tweet it, put it on Instagram, whatever it is, just 
share it with your friends, get the word out as much as you possibly can so that they just can't ignore it next spring. And I will tell you what I am about to do right now. Uh, I hadn't played around much on the website, but I just found your uh, can coolers, the, the little <laughs> koozies here, the Letmo Play can koozies with Mr. Hoskins on there. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, check it out. If you uh, want a not Denny koozie, you can uh, spread your um, support for legalizing sports betting by uh, keeping your beverage cold. They're uh, pretty funny. Check them out. Yeah, and it's not very expensive. I'll encourage folks, uh, you know, to go and you know buy four of them keep one give three away let's spread the word and uh, let's have some fun because uh i think this is uh, it's just one of those really insane things i know it's not as important as a lot of other issues that are out there sure. but at the same time we have things like you know if you're on the kansas side um there's talk about the chiefs and royals and where their new stadiums are going to be and could the chiefs go to kansas and leave the state of missouri completely um, I can't imagine if you're an NFL organization that you don't want to have at least one, you know, uh, portal in your building where people can walk in and place bets and you're I taking absolutely. rake off the top of that. I mean, it just stands to reason that they'd want to do that. They sell everything else there. Why wouldn't they want that? Right. And all of your competition is being able to take advantage of that. So, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, Brett Koenig, let Mo play. Thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Thank folks, you. check it out. LetMoPlay.com. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate you having us on. Big thanks to Brett Koenig from Let Mo Play for stopping by and joining me. Just wanted to remind everybody that uh, the Dirt Road Democrat show, Jess Piper's show, it's still on this channel. So if you're listening to this podcast, you can still find Dirt Road Democrat where you found this one. However, we are transitioning. It has its own channel now. So uh, if you listen on Apple, Spotify, or Google, uh, Stitcher is actually shutting down. So they, they won't be around anymore. Shout out uh, on that one. Uh, but if wherever you're listening to this, you should be able to search Dirt Road Democrat. And you should see Jess Piper's face. And there's a, a separate show. You should subscribe to it. Turn on the automatic downloads and leave a five-star rating while you're at it. Leave a review. Tell us why you think that show is so important and why you're listening to it. It will be very helpful as that show's channel is launching on its own. We're going to give Jess as much space as we can to do her thing over there uh, and, and let Dirt Road Democrat you know, be, be what it is. So uh, thank you very much for joining me. And, uh, yeah, press your senator, press your representative. Let's get sports gambling done. See ya. The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com. Online with heartlandpod.com. Subscribe and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show. <laughs>